it's day two of the Wearable Technology Show, and I'm joined by James. Hi, Dan. Still here. Yep, James. And we're also joined by um, Hugo Mercia from, um, from Rhythm. Um, hi, hi, Hugo. Hello. Thanks for coming. That's great. Thank you. So um, you, um, at Rhythm, you've developed um, a headset device to help maximize people's sleep. Could you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, sure. So uh, our first product is called Dream, and it's the first active sleep wearable. So it's actually a headband that you put on your head when you go to sleep. And while you're sleeping, it's going to actually measure your brain activity in order to, first of all, very accurately understand how you sleep, which is very different from traditional sleep trackers that you can wear on your wristband because it's based on your brain activity. But the, the true new thing uh, with this product is basically it's doing is going to do brain stimulations while you're sleeping, is going to trigger auditory stimulations in order to promote a particular stage of the night that we call deep sleep. So thanks to the headband and the stimulation process, you will be able to have a better quality of sleep, more deep sleep. Uh, and so we also have uh, some consequences when you wake up on how you feel and uh, your cognitive and physical performances. So it's not only measuring, but it's also active and doing brain stimulation at night. Okay, so, so it's, a, um, it's a headband that you put on before you go to sleep. Um, what, what sort of size is it? So it's quite decent. Um, the next version is going to be even more decent. Uh, so this one is um, it's, it's basically a headband with like three bands, a band on the forehead. You have something on the top which is embedding all the electronics and the miniaturized computer because all the processing is done inside the headband uh, because we didn't want to use Wi-Fi or Bluetooth close to your head while you're sleeping. So everything is done embedded. So it's measuring the information, analyzing in real time, and then triggering the stimulation at the right time. So the audio stimulations are made through bone conduction. Uh, we didn't want to use earphones because it's not comfortable to sleep with. And so it's a technology that is basically going to do small vibration going through your skull directly to your inner ear. So you don't need to have anything in the ear. It's just bone conduction and triggering the stimulations. That's fantastic. So, uh, yes, yeah, so... so how does so um, I've not experienced sort of bone conduction as a sound. Does it feel you know? Does it feel like the sound is surrounding you then, or, or is it so low that you don't really notice it? No, no, yeah, you definitely notice it. Uh, it's the same principle basically that when you uh, put your fingers inside your ear and you still hear your voice when you're talking, you know, because you have the vibration coming from your throat to your inner ear directly. And so the sound, really, you hear it when you have a bone conduction specific for that use, you really hear like a normal sound. So the thing is, you are not going to hear the stimulations because they are happening during deep sleep. So during deep sleep, it's really hard to wake you up. You're really sleeping deeply. That's why we call that uh, deep sleep. And But the brain is going to hear it. And so the neurons around are going to light and it's going to work because your brain hear it but it's not waking you up because it's not too loud and the, yeah, the, the, the interesting with, thing with that is also we have a smart alarm clock at the end of the night so the thing is when you will be uh, awakened by the, by the alarm clock uh, the person sleeping with you is not going to hear the sound as well because it's going through your bones you know? mm. do users of, of the product take a bit of getting used to it uh, in terms of, of getting initially to sleep, um, having to adjust to, to the headband? So uh, the, the quite magic thing that we have is, so we are based on machine learning algorithms, so uh, they, are learning, they, they have learned before the release of the beta product, they have learned on a lot, uh, a massive data set. Uh, so actually the first night you use it, it's going to work, but it's going to, more, to work uh, better and better the more you use it. The real uh, first part that you have is basically getting used to sleep with something on your head. 
And it takes approximately with the result that we had two days to even three days to figure out that, yes, it's in my routine, I can sleep with something in my head. But uh, in terms of algorithm and the efficiency of that, the first night you are going to get the stimulation, you are going to have the impact. It, it, it can become a little bit better after as well. Fantastic. So um, you, 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 you've been in this sleep state, it's, it's, you've had this lovely resting sleep. Um, how how do, does it go through a, um, a process of then bringing you out of that deep sleep or can, it, can you just be woken up by alarm clock and, <laughs> and everything's fine? So actually, you have a limited amount of deep sleep for each night. You cannot get like only deep sleep uh, because you have several stages. You have light sleep, which is basically transition sleep. So you're going, actually, you have several sleep cycles, several sleep stages. You're going from, you're awake, you're going to light sleep, you reach deep sleep, and then you go back to light sleep, you go back to deep sleep, etc. And at the end of the night, you have another state, which is called REM sleep. So REM sleep is a stage during which you're dreaming. Uh, and then after you wake up. So the smart alarm clock that we have developed, so the stimulation is going to occur at the beginning of the night during deep sleep. But the alarm clock at the end of the night is basically going to help you wake up at the optimal time. So we don't want you to wake up uh, during REM sleep or deep sleep because then you will feel very tired one hour after we wake up. So it's what we call sleep inertia or sleep, even sleep drunkness. Um, and so we're going to predict, for example, you say, I want to be awakened at 7.30. We're going to wake you up between 7 and 7.30 at the optimal time because we're going to predict what is going to happen next. And we can do that accurately because we are based on the, uh, measuring the measurement of your brain activity. It's completely different than traditional sleep trackers. Um, do you see this mainly being a consumer use or for healthcare uses, for, for example, for people that have sleep issues anyway? So for now, on, on, on this current product, uh, we have a consumer focus. Uh, we are not diagnosis, uh, diagnosing disease. We are not treating sleep disorders. We are improving overall sleep quality. But I believe that uh, we should go in the direction of what we call digital therapeutics, which is basically a new kind of a new field of digital health. Because you, you, you can see that wearables are in, in big troubles. Um, Fitbit came from $50 per share to $6 per share in two years uh, in terms of stock price. Uh, you have Jobone that raised last year around at half his uh, past valuation. So it's really going not well. And they are shifting towards something which is more clinically proved. And I think if we really want to have success with a consumer wearable product, it needs to bring value. So that's... Uh, why we are doing these active features is to really bring value to people. Uh, so in the future, we might be FD approved, we might be C approved in Europe um, on either diagnosis or treatment of something, but we do not have this positioning for now, but it's definitely something that uh, it's in our minds. That's amazing. Is, are there any um, age groups that, that can't use it? The reason I'm asking you that is, is that recently in the news um, it was reported that there's a number of sort of um, school um, in, in the UK, the school children that, that aren't getting enough sleep, that aren't getting the best sleep. You know, it, could it be used for, for children as well? Yes, probably. We haven't focused on them because basically we're, if you are uh, young, uh, your size of head is going to change. And you can have really small heads depending on, 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 the, on the age of people. So we didn't put that, that uh, this constraint, but definitely it should work. We haven't tested that. We tested mostly on people, adults, so more than 18 years old um, and even like young, older people. Um, and it was really interesting to see on the participants of our beta program. So we, we commercialized the program in the beta program. So we had only 500 units to sell. We had 6,000 applications and we, we selected 500 people. And we saw like a, a strong heterogeneity in the profiles. You have 
young people, old, older ones. You had people that had no problem to sleep because they just wanted to enhance their performance. You had people that have real tr troubles, even sleep disorders. Um, you had tech enthusiasts, not not a tech enthusiasts at all. So you had all these kind of profiles. But it's really nice to see that sleep is a really interesting problem because it's widespread. You have one third of the population which is not sleeping well, um, and it's a very complex problem at the same time because. It depends on a lot of things. You cannot you, you can not sleep well because of stress, work, uh, drug uh, pathologies, and it's going to you're going to feel it in a different ways. So that's why we have a very um, machine learning approach and a very individualized and personalized approach uh, in our algorithm because we want at the end to make everybody sleep better in every context. Uh, so. That's why we are developing these active features. We have new active features which are coming on the new product, but always with this idea of personalizing uh, what we do to be efficient at the end. That's fantastic. It's a really interesting product. So I understand that you um, trained as an engineer. How did you end up you know, working in this sort of neuroscience sector? Yeah, so I was trained at Ecole Polytechnique, a French engineering school, and um, so mainly with a mathematics and computer science background. Uh, but I was always been fascinated about brain because it's something that we have all. Maybe some 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 are, have less brain, but I think he's talking about you, James. No, I don't know. I won't allow myself to do that. Uh, but um, yeah, you have, and and we haven't um, understood the brain completely yet, we, because it's a very complex system. It's like genetics ten years ago when they launched the human genome project, and they, now we have companies sequencing the human genome for a few hundred dollars. Uh, before it was few tens of millions of dollars. So we had a, a strong um, evolution in the gen genetics world. It's the same that is going to happen in the brain in the coming years because the brain is a very complex system. It's the most complex system known in the universe, even more complex than atoms or galaxies because you have 100 billion neurons uh, communicating each other with other 100,000 neurons. So until now, we didn't have the computational capacity and the algorithm and the storage capacity to analyze it. Uh, but you have strong research projects happening in Europe and the United States. And the goal of that is really to understand entirely how the brain works. And I think if we, if we go to that point, then it will be a completely new paradigm on a lot of different applications, health, performance, um, even entertainment for virtual reality, etc. So the whole, the whole field of neuroscience was very exciting and the whole field of neurotechnology even more because uh, neurotechnology is about bringing fundamental neuroscience, so biology, uh, uh, studies on cells and neurons, with advanced technologies like electronics, mathematics, chemistry, etc. that I mastered uh, uh, in school. So it was very nice to, to do both. That's amazing. Thank you very much, Hugo. Where, if people wanted to find out some more information about your current product, and I know you've got another one in development at the moment, where can they go? So you can go on our, our uh, website, uh, https uh, rhythmco so R-Y-T-H-M.co. So it's like a rhythm, but misspelled, so be careful, uh, .co. So you can apply, and we're going to have some great news in the coming weeks. Fantastic. Thank you very much, Hugo. Thanks for joining us. Thank you.